Hello and welcome to Relationship Rewind on WERU-FM 89.9 Blue Hill, a show where we rewind relationships in popular media and break down behaviors that are often considered normal but are actually based in power, control, and abuse. I'm your host, Allie Williamson, she, her pronouns, the youth educator and advocate at Next Step Domestic Violence Project. Today, we'll be inviting local college student Nati, she, they, he pronouns, on to talk about the TV show Fleabag. This TV show is based on Phoebe Waller-Bridge's one-woman show and follows a free-spirited, young, unnamed woman through her life and various relationships with family, friends, and intimate partners. There may be spoilers and sensitive materials discussed in this episode. In our discussion of Fleabag, we talk about sex as a theme throughout the show. There's also mention of the main character's friend passing away. If you would like to reach out for support or more information, please call Next Steps 24-7 and free helpline at 1-800-315-5579. The show focuses on identifying behaviors and relationships in media that are often considered normal or even in some relationships romantic and passionate, but are actually unhealthy and based in power and control. In today's episode, the discussion Nati and I have is based heavily around what people can take and learn from TV shows like Fleabag. We use media like movies, TV shows, books, and music as tools to recognize and start conversation about harmful and unhealthy behaviors in relationships, but this is not to pass judgment on the media we're discussing. I would like to now introduce Nati for a discussion of Fleabag. One of the goals of the show is to really talk about some of the unhealthy behaviors that are shown in media and shown in the relationships in TV shows and movies, and to talk really about how those behaviors being modeled impacts young people that are watching it while they're growing up and starting their own relationships. So how do you feel like some of those uh, behaviors that you've seen in TV shows and in movies has impacted you and the people that you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, like a lot of people that I know in in my life, I think a lot of the ways that TV shows and movies have portrayed relationships, especially like when it came to like heterosexual relationships, were very much possessive and in a way like of like having someone rather than like spending your life with someone. So I think like I've since I was very young, like I picked on on those things of like like possession rather than like uh, like a wanting to spend that time with someone and then wanting to like create spaces where you are like relating to people rather than like having them as more of an object rather than a person in themselves and understanding them as a person which comes with a lot of complexities that I don't think are very much explored in TV shows and movies. Like I don't think a lot of TV shows and movies like go into the complexities of people but going having people be with each other because they like possess each other in a way so they give more of like a two-dimensional version of Mm -hmm. the characters that are in the show and don't include any of the complexities that are involved when you start having a relationship with another person having a relationship with another person is a complex thing people Mm -hmm. are complex so bringing two different people together who have different experiences they've had different feelings different values and bringing those people together can be difficult and complex and I think like part of that is also kind of the romanticization of like 
romantic relationships over like any other types of relationships right like understanding love to be only within a romantic relationship or exploring more of that I think looking back into my life so far like I've had a lot of other relationships that have been as fulfilling as like my romantic relationships and fulfilling in different ways because they're just like they have different natures yeah and I think that's like something that is always like kind of kept down a little bit There's a lot of different movies that have that kind of trope where the romantic relationships are put way above, you know, friendships, relationships with family, relationships with other people in settings that aren't necessarily romantic. But those romantic relationships always seem to be the kind of number one priority of the different movies and TV shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you see any kind of themes in the show Fleabag that kind of highlight any of that or maybe some of the other impacts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Fleabag is a really good show in terms of like exploring relationships that are not just romantic and exploring relationships that are like sexual and romantic in perhaps a different way. And I think it it definitely like explores our relationship that is not very explored in other TV shows or movies which is like their relationship with the audience by breaking the fourth wall which is like a very specific way in which Fleabag develops the main character which is a woman that we don't know her name it's referred to as Fleabag in the media Um, and I think it's just very interesting how this show is able to like bring in not only other kinds of relationships that are uh kind of crucial for her in terms of like her parents her sister her best friend who died um and bring in also the complexities which come with those relationships such as grief and loss I think that's a super interesting aspect of the show is that they bring in so many different types of relationships and they're all really important like her relationship with her sister and her best friend who who had died and you know, all of the sexual encounters that she's having with, you know, the other people she's having relationships with, and then her romantic relationships and her relationships with the parents, they all play really big factors in the show. Yeah. And also how like someone is built through the relationships that they create in their lives and, and through the things that happen in those relationships. I think the moment in which towards like the end of season two, when she's able to like place a distance between the audience and her is like that moment of of realization that she's putting a energy and time more into the relationships that are allowing her to be built into whatever she is in that moment rather than like putting time into this relationship that is kind of unreal that it's us so I think it's like a super interesting kind of exploration of how the self is built through the relationships that that self is experiencing in its life. I think that's a really interesting kind of aspect of the show that you don't really see in a lot of other TV shows or movies or other pieces of media. Yeah. So I did notice that they do highlight a lot of different types of relationships in her life. They start off really heavily in season one with her relationship with Harry. And there were a lot of things that I noticed in that relationship that were probably not the healthiest kind of Mm -hmm. things to have between two partners. I saw one of the things is Harry kind of telling her that she's not like other girls and she can actually use her mind and she can actually think. 
how do you think those different types of interactions between people in TV shows might impact a young person growing up and forming their own relationships? I think there's like kind of like an, an attempt to go for the humor and like, like that kind of like dark humor that it's understood. But I think, yeah, like it's definitely like something that is like super just un- unhelpful to understand that the person that you're with loves you because you are understood as being like smart as other people are not which is like problem very problematic just that first of all that someone thinks that the generalization of like women or girls leads for the understanding that like they don't have a brain and second that like you are like the special one because you do I, yeah, I think it's just like a very problematic aspect of, of that relationship as much as it, as it is like how he um, depends a lot on her kind of continuous like nagging to him in in a way that like kind of fuels the fact that he thinks that she holds more of a power because she's smart enough to nag him is she's smart enough to like make him uncomfortable but like it's problematic in itself that kind of perceiving your self-value or your self-understanding through the fact that someone else can make you uncomfortable and I like that you brought up how you know there is a time always in tv shows and movies there's that dark humor that's brought into things and I think it's important to just to be able to distinguish that while you're watching these shows especially as a young person growing up because we have mentioned a few times in this show that people aren't born knowing how to be in relationships with other mm-hmm. people. And like we were talking about earlier, it's a super complex thing to try to join together with another person in any different type of relationship. And TV shows and movies, obviously, they're pulling in for that entertainment value. But it's important to be able to watch those things and laugh at the humor, be entertained by the show, and be able to recognize that that's not something you should do to others or something that is okay to have in your relationships. Yeah. Um, well, at the same time, I think like humor is used very smartly in the show in a way for you to like see how there's a lot of complexity within like the main character like she when like for example she um she is asked by Harry to surprise her during the first season um and then she ends up like dressing up like she was a robber and like surprising him in the shower and like he kind of has like a panic attack pretty much she uses the fourth wall like looking at us as a through humor like kind of making fun of the situation as a way of like distancing herself from like having to support him in that moment which is like something that like I think it's a very fine line in which that show is like walking through it of acknowledging that that's not okay but at the same time exploring it in a way that it's like why is it that we do this why is it that we distance ourselves in the moments that those people that we're the closest to need us the most so I think it's like like a very good way of like presenting a question of like why is it that we need to distance ourselves what is it that is holding us back from relating in a loving way in a caring way so you're just joining in this is relationship rewind on weru fm 89.9 blue hill a show about rewinding relationships in popular media and breaking down behaviors that are often considered normal but are actually based in power control and abuse I'm your host, Allie Williamson, and today we have local college student Nati on to discuss the TV show Fleabag. 
So is there anything else that you had kind of recognized in the show? Maybe any examples that might be more maybe normalized in TV shows or movies that you've seen, you know, in Fleabag? Mm -hmm. Well, I think, I don't know. I don't know if so much normalizing it or not, but I think there is a lot of like self-loathing and like self-blame and self-hate from the the main character, which is like coming a lot from what I was mentioning before of like um, grief and, and loss and stuff, which like it very much kind of explore and develop through her relationship with her dad and her relationship with her sister, which I think she's un- unable to create a relationship that feels loving because she's unable to like feel like she's worth of love in a way. I think like there's there's a line that she says um, is all the love uh, when it talks about her mom uh, passing away, all the love I have for her, I don't know where to put it now. Um, and and that also connects to the fact that then she she thinks that all that love should be put in her best friend who also dies. And I think it's like this like human understanding of like there's a lot of love that has to be put somewhere else that it's perhaps not on yourself and I think a lot of what Fleabag gets too is like trying to understand this character in relationship to how she's able to start loving herself or start seeing that she's actually able to love and she's actually able to care for people so I think that's something that has been portrayed in other tv shows and 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 movies as like you always have to be given that love out to other people a lot of tv shows and movies are portraying how like people give everything of them and put other people before they put themselves and I think Fleabag is able to kind of play around with that and be like yes it is important to put that love into other people but it's as important to be able to balance that with how much you are giving yourself yeah Yeah, that Mm -hmm. is a really cool um kind of viewpoint of the show so maybe it's a good example of you know the character's journey through being able to balance that and being able to figure out where she can put that love and that you know she can know that she can love herself as well um because like you had mentioned a lot of tv shows and movies do kind of normalize the idea that you have to really give a lot more than you give to yourself so how do you think that you know people kind of watching the show and watching that progression how do you think that might impact them Mm. I think it's interesting I think I know that a lot of people don't like Fleabag after they watched like the first episode and I think part of that is because they don't like the main character because it's not it's kind of like an anti-hero I think for me it had an impact of not only like how smart it was done in terms of like the cinematography and the storyline of how it was created, but also just looking into how is it that we're distancing ourselves from others in that we're distancing ourselves from, from others in the pursuit of like trying to connect with people. So I think that's, that's a big impact that show left on me. How are we connecting with other people and how are we creating relationships that feel fulfilling and feel fair for ourselves and fair for the other person? Like in a way that we're being seen and we're seeing the other people. So I think that's why like the second season is so per- like so perfect in the way that like um, the hot priest is able to like access her 
in a way that she was giving access only to us. Um, uh, and he's able to like break with that fourth wall, which leaves us like super like um, kind of off, like it, it just it just like startles you when he's able to look at you as she has been looking at you. Um, I think it's like such an such an interesting point in which I'm like in which I was like, whoa, like I thought I had this intimacy with this person that is the main character. Um, but it was actually just a performance. So like I think a lot of the impact is also like how much of our of our ways of performing impact others and how much of our ways of performing um because a lot of, of a lot of the ways that she performs in terms of humor and making fun of people and stuff are very performative in a way that she's putting up a wall. Um, trying to understand a little bit more of like how is it that I'm putting up walls with people and how is it that like those walls can be really problematic and like really harmful for myself and for others. I really love the phrase that you used the distancing yourself to connect to other people, which I think is a really big part of something that I noticed when I was watching the show as well. And I feel like it's not one that you see in a lot of TV shows and movies. Mm-hmm. Are there any other kind of topics, you know, regarding Fleabag that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, I mean, I think there's like the topic of, of sex and how we started season one first scene is a is a sex scene and I think throughout especially season one season two is not so present but in season one a lot of her life goes around sex and having sex and how there's like a very like kind of iconic scene in the bathroom how she says I don't like sex but like I need it of some sort because she like finds it very peculiar how like it is awkward and it's performative and it's kind of like being seen like valued and being told that she's worth in a way that perhaps she's not able to access that in her like more emotional relationships so I think that's like a really interesting and like it's kind of like a pretty real aspect of like what we're looking for in relating with people like either emotional romantic or sexual like that's what we're trying to find in a lot of relationships kind of like an understanding that there's a self-worth that perhaps we're not being able to access in by ourselves so I think it's like a very interesting take on on how can be accessed uh while at the same time she's aware that sex has brought like a lot of complications in her life like at the end of season one where we are able to see that kind of she was relating to the the man for whom her best friend like walked into the street um and I got hit by cars I think it's really interesting how to like how nuanced it is and I think that's a lot of what the show is about like the nuance of relationships of like you can hold more than one thing at the same time. And that doesn't mean that only one of them is the true one. So like as much as like sex can hold this like really painful and traumatic experience, it can also hold this accessibility to relating to people. Absolutely. I think it's definitely a unique thing to the show, how they portray sex and how they relate it back. And I think that 
your point that you had brought up about how complex they show it in the show where it is showing sex impacting her life in drastically different ways one way and that she's really struggling to find connection with other people sex is used as an outlet for that connection but it's also impacting her life in a lot of different ways too that do create a lot of complications for her yeah how do you think seeing how you know sex is being portrayed and how it's being kind of framed in this show might impact uh, maybe a young person watching it? I don't think there's there's any, like, well, within Joe, it is a performance in itself, view of it. I don't think there's any, like, problematic, untruthful ways of portraying what that having sex for her has been. I think it's actually pretty truthful to, like, her experience. Um, in a way that I, I think it's, it just makes sense with the TV show as a whole, that it's trying to be as truthful and as like raw in a way as, as, it, as it can. But I think it can bring questions of like, what is it that we're looking for when seeking for sexual relationships? And I think that's like a question that we should, as young people, we should already be asking ourselves, like, if I do want to have sexual relationships, what is it that I'm looking for in them? And what is it that I'm expecting to get out of them? And I think within that is also just having conversations with people. I think it brings up kind of questions of what are the things that are important when looking for sexual relationships or looking into involving yourself sexually or being sexually active so it brings up that question and maybe leads into that self-reflection of you know what am I looking for especially as a young person when these might be you know some of your first experiences relating to another person in this way um, it might be really helpful to be asking those questions and the show, the way that they're framing things, the way that they're giving that different perspective might be a really helpful kind of tool and giving that kind of example or that viewpoint from the different experiences that she's having throughout the show to really lead to those different questions that, um, you know, a young person might ask themselves, especially if it is some of their first relationships or even later on still being able to look back and just check in with themselves about, you know, what it is that they want, what it is that they're looking for in, you know, in their sexual relationships, in their romantic relationships, in any different type of relationships, you know, just to be able to check in with themselves and make sure that they are happy and the different things in their life are impacting them in a way that's going to make them happy and make them feel fulfilled. And it's really interesting because a lot of the episodes that we've done so far have really focused on some specific unhealthy behaviors Mm. that we do not want to have in our relationships. They're Mm -hmm. not great examples, um, but I feel like Fleabag is really unique in the way that it's not necessarily focusing on normalizing unhealthy behaviors in relationships. It's focusing on showing all of these things that maybe, yeah, you don't want to have in your relationships, but pointing them out in a bigger way and pointing them out and showing the impacts that it's having on this person's life. Yeah. There's something else I enjoyed about this TV show. It was 
pretty unique in mm-hmm. how they are presenting different things. And they're presenting like the different like sexual relationships that she's having and including mm-hmm. all of the positive and negative yeah. impacts that she's experiencing and not in a shameful way, which I really appreciate it. Because I feel like a lot of times TV shows, they're still kind of presented in mm-hmm. a not great way, especially for um, women or people who identify as women. It's really yes. like more shame in a lot yeah. of TV shows and in movies. So I did really appreciate that they threw in a lot of complexity around um, those encounters and how, what, you know, sex, what role sex played in her life without shaming her about it. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think part of like why I was interested in bringing it up, it's like because of that, because of the fact that like, it's actually the opposite to like, like a full, like, like fake and deceiving um portrayal of like relationships and people but it's actually just like kind of instead of like you what life is like it's just like presenting you with more and more questions for your own reality and I think that's like something that like I find very important to like do like not only present you with a lot of questions but also present you with the fact that like life is nuanced and really much more complex than like things are this or that and I think they just are really able to explore those questions and those things that have been imposed in very specific ways in a much more nuanced way which I think it's just like kind of key especially for young people to like navigate their relationships and any type of yeah like their the time the time that they spend with people. I would like to thank Nati for coming on the show today to have this conversation. In today's discussion, we spoke a lot about the complexities of relationships and how the TV show Fleabag illustrates this through the different types of relationships between the main character and her friends, family, and, and intimate partners. Join us again next month where we will be continuing this conversation and breaking down another relationship in popular media. As mentioned, please call Next Steps 24-7 and free helpline at 1-800-315-5579 for more support or more information about power and control in relationships and resources available to you. You can also listen to our live stream or subscribe to our podcasts at weru.org or on the WERU smartphone app.